Hey guys, welcome to Hope I Helps. Today's guest is Amin Fadl. Amin is a certified SEA barista and film producer with over six years of experience across both industries. He has worked on multiple high-profile Hollywood movies and played a key role in the development and launch of a brand new coffee shop and concept in Toronto. During this episode, we discuss the reasons why men don't talk, the challenges of vulnerability, how limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome are affecting us, and most importantly, how all these factors can have a detrimental impact on our mental health. And the last message he wanted to share is love yourself and don't be afraid to go get help. Please join me in welcoming to the show my good friend, Mr. Amin Fadl. Hey guys, uh, welcome to Hope It Helps. And my guest on the show today is Mr. Amin Fadl. Amin, welcome to the show, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah. So uh, for the people who don't know, Amin is a very, very close friend of mine. Um, and today's discussion, we wanted to talk about uh, mental health, but specifically focusing on men's mental health, uh, because I think that's an area that... We kind of discuss ad hocly, but we don't really like go into it in detail. So it'd be interesting to like dive into all that kind of stuff. But before we get into everything, I mean, mm. why don't you give all of us a little bit of background about yourself and we'll take it from there. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I'm in no way like a professional in yeah. mental health at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I worked in film production uh, for five years, four years, uh, and then found a passion in coffee so i became a specialty coffee association uh barista yes you did you did yes sir uh, yeah and uh lived half my life in canada half my life in dubai originally from sudan and yeah i don't know i don't know what else <laughs> <laughs> i'm the least qualified guy to be on this show as far no as not at seen, no yeah. no not at all it's um uh first of all thank you for sharing that with us uh, guys everything you see right now not only from the coffee we're drinking to, you know, how the cameras and everything, it's all thanks to this guy. He's the one who helped set me up everything, and he's the one who got me into coffee. So big thank you, big, big thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so let's start from, I guess, the beginning. So obviously we know now, uh, I've gone through therapy, you know, people go through different things, and what we realize is, your childhood has a big effect on your mental health and how you see things now. So I want to hear from you. What was that like, like from a childhood perspective and how do you think things that happened then no need for like specific details or stories, but you know, just the idea of your perception of mental health and where you are today. Uh, yeah. Like I, I told you, uh, I've recently been going through like weird, like I just started therapy actually. Uh, the second time I guess but uh, but yeah I realized there's so many things that in childhood like they weren't really I don't know how to explain it really but uh, of course it plays like sorry I'm kind of answering a different question to your original question uh, answer as you like but as you like. Uh, of course it plays a huge role and I've realized like there are a lot of parts of my life that again not going into too specific details from childhood that were never either like diagnosed or never like taken into account or never really addressed, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. uh, that are like affecting me in my daily life basically. Um, yeah. And, and as far as like men's mental health, like we we're talking about, you just aren't, you, it's like almost cowardly in, in our, especially in our society. Like 
to even talk about things like that. You know what I mean? So you never feel like you have that support, I guess. Yeah. Even at this age. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm for, for all the viewers and listeners, I'll be wiping away a tear from this eye all the time. It's not that I'm crying. I have, I have an eye thing. So please bear with me. Yeah. It's okay. We're all bearing with you. Um, but, uh, building on what you said, it's, what's interesting is, in your scenario, in mine, in I think everyone's is you don't, it's, I think just from the way we grow up, I think now the new generation of like, for example, us and like our future kids and stuff mm. are going to have a completely different, you know, approach yeah. to this. Cause now I feel we're the generation that like kind of went forward with this and started talking about it and started making mental health, you know, normal and, you know, therapies, going to therapy and stuff. Yeah. But it's weird that you go through life, like for me, it was at 27, like my whole life, I, and for years from like 23 to 27, I'm like, I always had this thing in the back of my head. I'm like, you know, you should go to therapy, but I didn't know, I didn't have an answer. I didn't yeah. know like why. So I never did. It's not that I had a bad view of it. I just never did. And then at, not even at 30, when I moved back to Dubai, I was going through something and I got to a point, I'm like, you know what, you know, um, I feel like I've exhausted everything I can to do myself. Yeah. I really need help with this. And what's interesting is you go through life, for example, until that point, I had this blind spot that was affecting every area of my life and I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, like how, do, how do you like, it's so weird. It's, it's so weird now that when you know, you're like, how did I not know before? You know, how was that? Was that, did you have a similar like aha moment? Like, oh my God, like, well, this is what's going on. Yes and no. Cause like my, by the way, a bit of background about me. My my parents were very religious Sudanese, you know, but I grew up in Canada mainly. Like it was a very different uh, approach to life that I grew up with than they did, obviously. But I remember, I think I, I it's, you know, it was always difficult to like talk to them about anything like that or, uh, but I think I was going through a lot in like high school when I was here. Uh, and somehow worked up the courage to like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Like finally, I think it was maybe grade nine or 10. Mm. And I was like, I finally worked up the courage. I'm going to just go for it. And I went and asked to go see a therapist at that age, which like no one, and I'm from Sharjah. Like I was in Sharjah. So <laughs> dude, no one was doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, I was, you know, you, you get told the whole like, Oh, why you don't need it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and then I went to a therapist and we did like one session and the guy's like, oh, go home and draw shapes of what you feel. I was like, what, what do you mean? Like, he's like, so if you feel triangle, <laughs> then put triangle. I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. Anyway, I wasn't sold, but I was like, this is something. So I went, mm. I wanted to go a second time and it was like, oh, you don't need it anymore. Forget about it. It's fine. And like. This is what your your therapist told you. Your this parents my, are like, like you don't need it anymore. Like, what are you talking? Like, okay, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I put it off until like, because you get told that you're like, okay, maybe I'm I don't need it. Like, maybe I'm just like dramatizing it or whatever. Uh, so I put it off until uh, twenty eight thirty almost. Mm. Also, mm -hmm. uh, thirty three now, but twenty eight or thirty or something. I went again to see a therapist again. It's like, it's so difficult. There were years that I was like, oh man, I should go. I should go. And you just don't do it. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I went, 
again, I wasn't sold on it, but literally just going, I left there like on top of the, like just top of the world, man. Mm, like I was mm. so excited. I was like, I, I don't think she's doing a good job, but I did it. Like I was just excited. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. It's, and on like, on that point, even, even myself at 30, when I told like my parents, I'm like, oh, I want to go to therapy. Similar, very similar, you know, questions like, why you know why do you need it and so on and it's it's hard to i think it's hard to explain it to them now i think we also have to be i like to be fair right so obviously there's like us going to therapy and us doing these kind of things is things that we know we have to do and this is something very foreign to our parents yeah but i think given how they grew up and in their time like Therapy wasn't even like a it's word that, a, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not even there, you yeah. know, as a potential option. Like for in your case, for example, you said your parents are religious. So a lot of times you might fall back on like religion, yeah. you know, like it's just like pray and, more yeah. and whatever, you know, that's what's going to get you through it. Mm. And I think, OK, yes, re- uh, we're not going to get into religion, but it does have it can have a place in like all in all of this. It, but I don't think that's not going to help me yeah. address like the problem I'm having right now. Yeah, it, it did play, like religion did play a part in a different way as far as my like, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but mental health journey, Mm-mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I that's, know, that's, a, this is the reason, I know, I know, <laughs> I know why we're here. I know it's a corny, I know it's a yeah. corny word, but someone give me a better way to explain it yeah. and like I'll use it, yeah. but there isn't. 100%, but um, so there were uh, like, there was a little while where I was kind of on like, I always call it bed rest, basically, like for like two years or whatever, doing medical stuff because there was like a whole medical condition thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like left alone with my thoughts a lot. And religion played a big part in like kind of being a detriment to my mental health in a way because I started questioning, you know, I don't, I'm not the, a, a very good Muslim. You know what I mean? I don't pray five times a day. In I quotation don't, marks, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, left alone with my thoughts there, like just in a room most of the time, uh, I was like thinking about my relationship to religion or like my relationship to God and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and yeah, it was, it went like a really dark way cause you're kind of taught like, you know, we're taught, I think, or at least I was taught Islam in a way that's like, this is right. This is wrong. Like you go to hell if you don't, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so you start, when you start thinking about that, it just, it hurts your your mentality if you let it kind of seep in. Um, but interestingly, after I went to like one therapy session, like I was talking about, which was right after that, uh, and I was alone with my thoughts again, and I was thinking about it in a different way where I was like, look, if I'm a good person and I do good for the world and I feel like I'm, you know, a positive impact on everyone that I, I mean, maybe it's talking big about myself, but like I feel like when I leave a, a, a conversation or whatever, I'm, I have good in mind, Mm-mm. like, um, you know, every time it's a good intention. Yeah. There's good yeah, intention. Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not ill intent. Like there are people out there who are much more religious than I am that are much more of a detriment to humanity. And yeah. if, you yeah. know, God can see those things, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just cause you pray or whatever, it's not. So I forgave myself quite a bit for, for that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say like, it's religion played a huge part in a different way in my life for that. 
Yeah, and it's. I think in. Your, I think a lot of people can relate to you know your example, especially in this part of the world. You know, obviously there's rain, some families are more. You know, for example, like my uh, me and you are a very good example. Like your parents are religious. My parents weren't aren't religious, but of course they taught me about religion. You know, you have to fast and so on. And there was an emphasis on like, you know, right and wrong. But I don't think it was to the level that, for example, you would you you went through, mm. and. I, I love what you said in, about like your like the conclusion you came to about yourself and about religion, and I share the exact yeah. same thing. You know, I don't look I, like I really I'm a, I'm a Muslim. Yes, I believe in God. Yes, by the way, I didn't even expect to be talking about this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, it's, so it's I, fantastic. I kind of took it and ran. No, 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 but, but yeah. I, I love it. I love it because it's a new a new area to talk about. But you know, I have the same beliefs. If I'm a good person, I believe you know that at the end of the day, you know, I will be. If I go to heaven, if I go to hell, whatever the case might be, my philosophy is: if I'm a good person, I do good things, I'm helping people. That's you know, for me, that's enough. Yeah, you know, that's enough for me. Yeah, as yeah. long as you hope it helps. I, <laughs> Matt, it's so. I was it's, telling, I was yeah, telling sorry. you guys yesterday, and I was telling Lana, I'm like, it's so hard for me. Like every time I say that now, it sounds like a joke. Yeah, you know, even though I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely mean it. Yeah. Um, but on the on the um, back coming back to the religion part about. When you, your perspective that this is wrong, you know, and I think I understand now how that could be a detriment to your mental health because in that time that you were uh, telling me about, you're like, I'm here, I'm alone, whatever. And so that means every, the fact that I'm not doing this, like everything's just wrong. You know, I'm just doing yeah. everything wrong. And it's, it can have a, it can really start kind of like you said to like spiral into something a lot bigger than yeah. it is. Yeah. Also, like being in that position, like I was in a lot of pain in that time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like, you start to be like, oh, well, why is God doing this to me? Mm -hmm. Or why, you know what I mean? Like, and I think a lot of people might of like good faith, I guess you could call it like, like, you know, very devout Muslims or mm -hmm. devout people like they can look at it and be like, oh, it's God's plan. Like uh, that gives them comfort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I respect. But for me, it was like, it was, you know, you start to think about that stuff and then that's how that kind of spiraled into that. You know what sure. I mean? Like it, it was a dark moment that you just, I think actually really good came out of it. Cause I'm so comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Conclusion that I came. Exactly. To. Yeah, no, exactly. And so coming on to, so we talked a little about mental health and therapy. We're going to come back to therapy a little bit later, but I wanted to bring it back to like us and make it a bit like uh, a bit closer. Now, this is something I was thinking as I was like writing the questions, I was like, this is a really interesting question. Do you feel you have the space to be vulnerable, like with us, like with your closest friends? Uh, I mean, yes and <laughs> That's no. That's a good question. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to answer that because like, I think what with the guys, right? Like we mm. have our crew of the sure. guys. Yeah, the guys, yeah. So I think with our crew of the guys, it's more like if I'm down... I can call somebody to be, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, if, like, you know, oh, what are you talking about? Like, just mm -hmm. give you crap about it. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, it's, you don't talk about it, but it's kind of, <clears throat> it's kind of more like, uh, it's like a, a friendly bullying to get your mind off it, if that makes sense. It's sure. like, that's, that's yeah. the acceptable thing. Yeah. But to sit down and actually speak about like, oh, I'm feeling like this and like, this is how I've, you know, this and that happened and it's making me feel like that. I, I don't think we have almost any of that like we had one time recently in the car where i was i was just like spilling my guts basically <laughs> yeah yeah uh but it's i mean it's pretty rare i feel like 
super rare. Yeah, and that's something I was thinking about. Like, I, for example, I know even within like our friend group and within like life in general, you have different relationships with different people. Yeah. So there's some people you might, you know, there's someone I'd feel comfortable opening up to another person and be like, oh, maybe he's not, you know, maybe this is not the right person. It's just about, you know, feeling. And coming on to what you're talking about, about that friendly bullying. Yeah. And I was thinking about this. I was like, guy, it's so, guys and girls are very different. It's very interesting. Guys, like guys, our job or what we do is, put each other down and when i say it but again we put each other down to when like in in general but if it's we're sitting down it's a it's real shit and we're having a proper conversation no like you got your boys there they're always there you know it's support so my question is we always make fun of each other and like i love it it's fun it's like it's light and like it's it's i think it's a way we connect but do you think also subconsciously that either makes it harder for us to be vulnerable with each other or it like you know is affecting our mental health more than we realize i'm sure it does like i mean i'm sure it doesn't help being vulnerable for sure uh i think like especially like for example in our group Mm. there's this emphasis on like like when you (laughs) Sorry, like when you had your, you had like appendicitis, (laughs) right? Yeah. yeah. And then the amount, he's like, (laughs) you're like, oh, my stomach hurts really bad, guys. Like, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Like, and you were in a lot of pain and all of us were like, ah, you pansy, you coward. Oh, you're not coming out because you're, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you were in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, We came to visit, but still I bullied you you quite a bit. So, but I mean, for me, I think it's, it's healthy to have that in a way because Mm -mm. like, I love that that's the way, like, I feel like that's the way we're trying to show like uh, like love love. or like, you know, make you laugh or whatever. But of course it's not ideal. Like you'd like Mm. to be able to speak about it. But for example, for me, I don't often like to speak about my feelings with people or whatever. True, true. Uh, Unless it's like very select limited few. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh yeah, but even the the one person I speak to about these things is Farah. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's it's a girl also. Like sure. the guys I go to most of the time for just bu- to, like hey, bully me a little. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But some people don't have that other person to talk to like that way. Yeah. You know. So it, I'm has for so has having that outlet, for example, as like Farah, for example, as the person that, you know, you go to, to speak about these things, does that give, would you hope you had that with the guys or it's enough that you have that like one person that, you know, this is the person I would like share these things to. Dang, that's a good question, actually. Hmm. I don't know, actually. That's a, that's a really tough question. I feel like it would be nice, I guess, to have with the guys, but also... I, I almost like I see our like, personally I see our like guy time as like this sacred, mm. you know, just fun zone I guess. Mm. Uh, whether or not that's healthy, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, God, it really stumped me actually. I don't know what I would prefer there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. The, I don't know is also an answer. Yeah. You know, it's not. Uh, it's, that's a that's a fair answer, you know. Yeah. If there's something you genuinely don't know, it's fine. But well, I, this is something I've been thinking about, like when it comes to like the guys. For example, 
if I came to you or you came to me or we went directly to one of our friends and like, bro, I have a problem. Even even a week ago, we were gaming and yeah. you like you noticed or you heard like in my voice there was something up yeah. and you're like checking in on me and whatever. So like we do have that. It's just you need to, I feel you need to, we need to put effort to do that. And on top of that, I feel, I don't know if you feel this, mm. that even within our guys and we have that support, we have that love and we have, we can, if you really want to have that conversation, we can. Yeah. I feel we all still within like the guys group have this, we want to be perceived in a certain way by, you know, like our friend, even yeah. though that our closest friends, there's still that like yeah. underlying thing that's like, no, I want like them to think of me like this or to see me like this. Do you feel that way too? I don't know. I, I feel that there's, I, I see that myself, but I don't, maybe, maybe, maybe you don't. No, I see what you mean, but also one thing I've noticed in our, especially in our, in our group is like every, like I, I have real conversations with everyone, but alone. It can't be as a group. It can't be like two, even two people there. Mm. It's, you're not going to get anything out of there. Like, but I've Mm. had like really serious conversations with a lot of people in the group separately. Um, but you know, we're maybe a group of like eight people, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'd say like three people I've had really serious talks with. The rest, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could ever because it's just not, that's sure. not the dynamic. Yeah, you know yeah, sure, I mean? sure. I don't think course. they're there for that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Yeah. And, it, and <clears throat> coming back to what I was talking about, it is that, it's that interpersonal relationship we have with each person, you know? Mm. Um, and, I, <clears throat> and I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you have like someone to go to that is... That should, you know, that should be enough, uh, enough. But then I was starting to think, I'm like, okay, if based on our conversation and we agree that like, we don't always have the space for that, you know, even with like our closest friends, you have like, like we we're saying, you have to put a lot of effort. It has to be one-on-one and so on. I, I made a note here, except, you know, I have the, the one famous, that, that famous Amsterdam night that, oh. I will, that I will never forget. That was a very special yeah. night. Um, uh, and that was so cathartic. It, like, right. It was wasn't just, it? It was like a full release of anything. It was almost like we were like, okay, for the next five hours, no judgments, everything's off the table, and we're going to tell each other the truth and how yeah. we feel and whatever. It yeah. was like beautiful. Yeah, man. That yeah. was a really... That I, I would love and I would love to have more of those kind of nights. Yeah. And my question to you is, what is the reason you think we don't have those? Hmm. I... I think, I mean, it's just not, it, this might sound cliche, but I just think it's one of these things that's like, it's not a bro thing. Like, it's not a thing mm, guys do. Mm, that's, you know what I mean? that's actually a very good point. Yeah. yeah. Also, the majority of people in our group are married now. Like, I, I assume most people go to their wives for these kinds of things. Not that I would know. <laughs> Single ladies. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I assume most people would go to their wives for that kind of thing and then go to the guys for having fun. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like. Most people have that one person at least. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it's just the whole guys just don't do that often. Mm. You know? Do you, do you think if, we, if it started happening more often, we would see each other in a different light or as more, what's the word? Um, even though we're not like trying to be like macho guys, whatever, like it would, like that, I guess let's call it in quotations, like that. F- seem more feminine is that the right way to look at it i don't know more vulnerable vulnerable i guess i like what what's your 
question يعني, about it. Like I don't. Would having these conversations more often mm. be? I know it can be a good thing, but could it also not be a bad thing? But could it make you see people as maybe as a guy, you know, like a bit more like feminine or not? As do you get what I'm trying to say? I'm, I don't know if I'm explaining myself uh, very well. Like you're saying, would it change my perception yes, of, a, it, of one of the guys? Yes, exactly. No, for me personally, I'd see them as I don't think this is the norm, I guess. But it's, yeah. for me personally, I'd see it as like a more human thing. Like, mm. you know, I've known you guys for 15 years, yeah. something like yeah. that, like <laughs> the majority of you. So, uh, yeah, it's it's like we know only so much about each other, no matter how much time we spend together. That's, that's true. You know, what I mean? that's true. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you. I can't tell you what most of my friends do for work, let alone like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so like that part of it has never been mm. a part of our thing. But for me personally, like, I love, like, dude, I love listening to like sad songs and just sitting there sad. Like, yeah, it's yeah, amazing yeah. to me. Yeah. Like I, it, I would, I would prefer to have those relationships with everyone, but it's just not. It's just not, it's just, you can't even explain it. It's just mm. not what happens. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm curious um, because uh, you mentioned like, uh, like uh, most of the guys that are married, if there's something they want to talk about, they'll go speak to their wives and like the guys is more fun time, which I, I, I do agree with. But what I've noticed in, um, <clears throat> in my experience is, yeah, there might be some things I can discuss with like, like I'll talk about with Lana and I'll get an idea of it. But, there's nights when we had like boys night out and whatever and that we the guys are like start that's when you i love those nights because that's when people seem to share like oh what are they struggling with or what's the issue whether it's work you know marriage you know like whatever the case might be Mm. and those conversations i always leave with a different perspective than you know when i went in and in your case i'm curious since you have like okay you have the guys but then you have like that one person which is you know like farah now Mm. You've had com- serious conversations with some of us, and yeah. obviously, <laughs> and many with Farah. Yeah, and Omar, I would say also. Yeah, probably. yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, do you, Omar? Shout out. Casey's watching. <laughs> so, comparing those two, do you feel different afterwards? Like, do you feel you could, even though it's a safe space in both, do you feel you could? St- it's still the fact that it's like a girl. Mm. Tell her more then you'd be comfortable telling us. I think so. I, I think, well, I think two things. One, I think the reason why it's those two especially is that they're not like, uh, you know, almost one of us, I guess, but like he's not part of our like group that every day. Like the game, like, like the game. Yeah, the group. yeah, yeah, group, yeah, yeah. The, you know, like I think most of the guys haven't seen him in ages. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we do have a lot of one-on-one time, he and I, and, and Farah and I have a lot of one-on-one time, whereas with our group, I don't have that. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but actually, funny enough, like, Omar uh, and I went to Ras Khema recently, and half the ride was us, like, I swear, I'm 33, you'd think I was 10 years old, like, the way we're talking and <laughs> messing around and yeah. whatever. But then all of a sudden, like, halfway through it, it's like, yeah, you know, I've been feeling really down about like this and that. It was like just this crazy, just weird, a switch completely. Yeah. yeah, and then immediately after, you can just switch back. Like, whereas I think with Farah, for example, uh, 
it was it's more like oh let's go have dinner and then we'll have dinner and like sit there and talk about real stuff and mm. be serious and you know so that's i think what's different both are good to me yeah of course it's just a different approach to it where like i can talk this way with somebody like one of the guys and then immediately after like just you know whatever poke him in the ribs or some stupid <laughs> fight you know like it's, yeah. it's that's the the thing i don't know um yeah i do think though that that it being a girl i guess is is different because yeah yeah because as for example in my case that would be uh like yasmin mm. yasmin would be like my my farah the person that i would speak to about you know certain things and she probably besides lana knows me more than you know at like anyone else anyone in the world and i don't know what it is it's just like the fact that it's a girl like they i always always sitting with her i i always get a different like a perspective that i feel i can only get speaking to her do you yeah. feel the same way I think so. I think so. I yeah. get a totally different perspective than if I were to talk to any of the guys, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, it's just, there's more of a sense of, like, a duty to care. Yeah. Rather than... Oh, you said it perfectly. Yeah. yeah rather yeah. than, like, a duty to get your mind off it, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, like, it's more of an approach of how to tackle this thing and, like, what to think, like, you know... It's just a different approach to things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, because I was going to ask you, like, what's that, you know, what's that difference and why? And I think you said it perfectly. It's that care. Yeah. You know, it's just, girls are more caring than guys. It's yeah. just a... Guys like, are idiots. Bro. You know, yeah, we are. You know, it's just, just the fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, but given so, now reflecting on, so we talked about your childhood. We talked about, you know, the last, you know, couple of years. We talked about some of the instances that you went to therapy. Mm. You mentioned that you find it hard to, you know, open up, yeah. uh, open up to people and get help. Do you feel now, like, I feel like I've noticed a shift with you, especially over maybe the last like two, like two, three years, yeah. that now like you are, you are speaking more. And so do you, do you find it easier now? Or is it something like you still need to put a little, but once you like, once you like open that door, it's mm. easy, khalas, you know, the thing like runs through. Uh, I think there's, there's kind of two things to this which is one i as you know i have like really really bad anxiety like mm. all the time i'm anxious like mm. um so and i'm terrible in like i'm actually pretty good in social situations but in my mind i'm like oh this is, i'm doing so terribly and whatever mm -mm. so i think as a kind of defense mechanism i started just spilling information to people where i'm like oh here's the truth about me and then like people would react to that and respond and whatever it actually makes for great conversations like so if someone's asking me about something i'm just i kind of probably overshare but it leads to more like it leads to just better conversation for me and i'm like oh, this is the stuff i like to talk about so why not you know but funny enough with the closest guys to me we don't do that you know yeah, yeah. and and that's the th and uh like and that's th that's the thing that I, like I think about that a lot, even though I know like you, I can go and do that. I feel like there needs, like we need to kind of have like a, like round table nights, like everyone come and like, like guys, let's just like everyone like talk. I don't know why, like it's, I think you'd feel, I feel, especially from like the nights out that we have when it's just the guys, like mm -hmm. when I leave, I'm like, man, that felt like, like amazing. Yeah. You know, even if I didn't say anything, just hearing the guys and like, trying to help or like give feedback or whatever the case might be. Like I always leave those nights feeling like closer to, closer to you guys. And 
I like feel like I understand you now a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But we don't we don't see each other, man. Like you know what I yeah. mean. We, we even just getting together, like when we got together for my birthday, there wasn't too much real stuff being talked about. Sure. But everyone had such a good time. You go, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just that that uh, you don't have to specifically talk about things or whatever. Or mm. if you do, that's great. But I don't think you could possibly like we game a lot we do we do we, do, we don't we do. see each other we just yeah. like we're on the game we talk all, every day basically yeah but men were like sitting down for dinner together mm. it it's just amazing like and sometimes real stuff comes out you know but otherwise it's just like this beautiful like it's almost like you're transported back to being you know in school or whatever like it's mm. it's fantastic you yeah know? um yeah, but I, I don't think something like that would ever happen as far as sitting around a round table with a bunch of guys talking about real stuff. Mm. I don't. You would never be able to, at least with our guys, you would never be able to do that. Man. It just wouldn't happen. Interesting. I don't think it would. Imagine us, like five, six of us, let's say, yeah, sitting around being like, let's talk about our emotions. Yeah. Like, it's, not, it's just not going to happen ever. Like, th- in, you think it would? I, th- look, I think if... I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree with you, but I, I think if obviously if like I came out and said, like I know the initial what the initial reaction is gonna mm, be. Of I came out and said like guys, you know, let's get around. You know, let's have like a round table. Let's all talk. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm just setting. I've just given given everyone a nice layup to like you know attack. You know, yeah. which is our normal thing. Yeah. That's what we do. Like, oh bro, what you want to round table pizza, whatever. Like whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just gonna go like that but i think it will take i think it's doable but it will take effort and i like on the top of my mind we're not gonna mention names i know who would come and i know who yeah. wouldn't yeah. you know for and sure. i think that's i think that's that's the best we're gonna be able to hope for yeah i i, I guess so i i just think it's uh again it's like the guy's uh not the guys like our guys, but yeah, just yeah. generally guys. Guys, yeah, yeah. Not being able to be vulnerable in that way. Yeah. Where even if somebody's going through stuff like in our group, probably they would be like, "Man, that's like that's a stupid thing or whatever." Do you think so? I think. Do, so. do you think that would be the reaction if it was something like really like serious? The oh, for yourself, you mean? Mm, oh, like, like if you came and you told us like, no, like you know, guys, I'm really going through something i'm yeah. really struggling do you think you'd still get that like like a jokey bully reaction or you think like it could because i think if when it gets to something like that no that's that's when everyone comes together that's different you know? i thought yeah. here's what i thought i okay. thought you were saying like hey guys let's meet up once a week to talk real stuff oh like that okay you know okay. what i mean yeah. like like not it's like a planned out like let's meet up to speak about our emotions Mm-mm. you know what i mean if, yeah if one of us was going through like I know that all all of the guys that were you know we talk to every day and whatever, I'd trust any of them with my life. I'd yeah, do of anything for these guys. You yeah. know, like even there's people from back in the day, school days, that I don't really talk to at all, and I'm still like I'd do anything for this person, mm. no matter what. Mm. So if it, if it was like something that serious that someone came to us and was like, guys, I'm really going through this thing, blah 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 we'd probably go out for dinner and talk about it. I'm sure. Sure. You know, like, or do something, you know, Mm. 
um, yeah, I think we'd all be there for each other if it was something really serious. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's the problem. Mm. I think that's the, that's where the issue is like, yeah. And like, I know I have that, that support, you know, whatever, but for me to have access to that and for it to, to get the for it to be received and responded in the way that I would want, like help. It, it has to be, to be like, yeah, that's, and I think yeah. that's the problem. It would have to be problem. like life or death. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. that's the biggest, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the whole thing is like, uh, oh, you know, your problem's not a big problem. Like what mm. are you crying about? Whatever you, you know, like, yeah. So I don't think a lot of people would even think about coming out with whatever they're thinking about unless it got to that point. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think this is why you probably see like so many people commit suicide and stuff is like they feel like they can't talk about this thing. You know, I'm sure guys, it happens all the time. Mm. Uh, I don't know any statistics about it, but um, yeah, man, like I'm sure the statistics are insane for that. Yeah. That guys just can't even speak to anybody. Like you feel like, you know, I've heard people tell me like friends of mine who are like they can't tell their so somebody came to me once and told me that they don't want to speak to their wife about something because they want, they don't want her to have that perception of them. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. like, it's like, I don't want her to think I'm not that much of a man or whatever. Yeah. You know? So it's like that, like imagine being in that situation and also the guys are like, you know, Oh, what are you, pansy? Yeah, you yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's rough, man. Yeah, it can feel... Have you had that... Does that what you've experienced? Have you felt like like growing up, besides, besides like the parents aspect, did you feel because of the dynamics of like our friend group and like the people in your life that you felt like isolated for a while? Mm. Uh, I don't think so. I didn't because of this whole you know um what do you call it a stigma i guess mm -hmm. of of about therapy and talking about your feelings as a guy or whatever uh i think that was more the reason than anything else like it wasn't so much like oh i can i feel like i can't tell my friends this it was more like oh you know like man up or like Oh, people have bigger problems or whatever it is. I hate that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, f yeah. I hate that one. I don't give, like, with all due respect, I don't give a fuck if you have a bigger problem. Yeah. That doesn't help me. It's all relative to yourself. Exactly. Like, no yeah, one, yeah. Everybody's problems are massive to themselves. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, yes. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think that was mainly the reason. It was, it was just more like, we don't do that. Like, you don't, you don't go talk to people about it. Yeah, know? yeah. And like I said, back in the day, it was like, oh, you don't need therapy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's, that's juju. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's bad juju. Yeah. yeah. So now how do you, so now you've been to therapy like a couple of times, um, reflecting on the experience you've had so far, mm. what I know you had probably, um, a, an idea or a perception of therapy before you did it. And now that you've done it, like, I know it's been sporadic, but you had a couple of, you know, experiences. Mm. How do you look at it? How do you look at it now? And do you look at it as something that, especially maybe guys, you like should be pushing themselves to, to go to and do, you know, even, even though it's hard, like go do it. Cause especially 
Ther- a therapist is a person that has, is not like your wife. It's not one of you like your boys where you have that thing. It's a complete stranger that you can just like, blah, you know? Man, like, I told you, like, the, you know, the, the first time as an adult that I tried therapy, the therapist I thought wasn't great. Like, they, okay. they didn't kind of, like, she was basically trying to teach me, like, cognitive behavioral Ther- behavioral therapy yeah, like CBT, CBT. Yep. and I was like oh I wanted to talk about stuff and like I feel like I'm not at that point to start doing that like I want to mm. dig deeper or whatever but still I was like just doing it made me feel so good yeah uh, and funny enough with the, the therapist I, I just started seeing now uh, he, he did so we booked like a one hour thing uh, and I just rambled on. Like, I just kept going. I was like, and then this happened in my life. And then that, and then the thing. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I think we're going to need another session soon to, like, mm-hmm. complete just learning your life story. Because I was, like, spilling it all out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was so excited to talk yeah. to this person. Yeah. That I gave him everything. Just, here it is. Just all this stuff that I've not talked about to most people or whatever. It was, it was like just fantastic. So like even just to have that one person outside of anyone. Yeah. For me, it's beautiful, man. Like mm. I know this person's not going to be at the dinner table with me next time. You know, like it's, it's you don't have that worry at all. Mm. Yeah. But I think maybe there's still some people who would be like sheltered a little or keep some stuff away from that person. But that's their job is to get that out of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. <clears throat> and I think you, so I was, it's interesting that, uh, you felt comfortable to, cause sometimes when people like exactly like what you're saying, you'll go to a therapist, but even that person, I, I'm still not giving you the full story, mm-hmm. you know? And that is, I always advise people. I'm like, look, if you're going to therapy, two things, number one, it has to be something that you gen, you genuinely, yeah. genuinely want to do. Not like me coming to telling you like, Oh, I mean, go do therapy. Then you go do yeah, it. Yeah. It's not, it the, like it's that. not the same. And it's not going to work. And also, if you're going to do it, like you have to be ready. I think mentally, like this is going to, it's a process. It's going to take work. And you, if you don't tell him everything, it's like a doctor. Like if I'm going to a doctor, I'm sick of like, and they ask you like, are you on medication or whatever? If I'm not giving you my like full story, story, you're not going to be able to help me the way I need you to help me, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Like it's, you just, but that's again, like that's the best thing is that like even if you are not giving them the full story they're like hmm there's something they're not giving me the full story on you yeah know what i mean like yeah the the dude i go to now is like so good at that or like so good at like uh it's so conversational mm-hmm. first of all like he's he's you don't even you almost forget you're in therapy yeah and then there'll be something where he's like you know i told him about something that happened for example uh, and then he kind of questioned me on, on like why the other person did something, let's say, or like he just kind of guided me to something. And I was like, well, no, because like that person did so-and-so and the way they grew up also. And he's like, oh, so you're still making, uh, excuses for them, even though they did this thing. And I'm like, well, yeah, mm. I guess so mm. that's like a moment where I kind of was like, oh yeah, I am, I am in therapy. Like I forgot that. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, they, they do a great, if you have a good therapist, they yeah. do a great job of just like 
just little things that they pull out of you just mm-hmm. without you even realizing it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and um, obviously, there's different types of therapy. One thing I think about uh, when it comes to therapy, because you've had different experiences with different therapists. Yeah. I'm like, I always tell people it's so important that you like your therapist, yeah. that you feel that this person, the sounds good. for example, you had the guy when you were younger that tells you, oh, go draw a fucking yeah. triangle. And you had the other one when I was just trying to uh, straight away without hearing your story or, you know, understanding it. Yeah. You're trying to give you like tools and stuff. But like if if I'm not there yet or if I don't know, how are you going to guide me? And that's it's and that's the problem. Mm. Because if if there's someone that was really hesitant to go and they finally went and it was a terrible experience, there's a good chance they might never go back. So kudos to you for continuing to like find going out. Yeah. of the way to try to find that person because it's so important dude i couldn't wait i was so excited yeah. i was like oh i can't wait to get started like, yeah, yeah. you know uh also like there's so with this guy right like i talked to him i there are times in my life i've like felt depression and i sure. felt so and so whatever like really really down and i talked to this guy now that's the therapist or psychiatrist really and he's like he heard my whole story and stuff and he's like you sound like it sounds like everything you're talking about has stemmed from undiagnosed ADHD. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh, but I don't have like the energy and whatever. You know, like I always thought of ADHD as like bouncing off the walls mm, and like. Mm, mm, mm. And he's like, man, like every single issue or like, well, I mean, there's like traumas and whatever, but yeah, every. He's like, everything seems like it can be explained by ADHD. And he's like, have you ever been tested for ADHD? I'm like, no, never. Like, he's like, even as a kid, all this stuff you're telling me, seems like a kid with ADHD, basically. I'm like, oh, okay, well, cool. So, like, he's kind of testing me for that now. Okay. But it's something that never even came up once. And, like, <laughs> yeah. no doctor was yeah. even like, oh, yeah, you know, it could be this. Mm. And, you know, again, with, like, our upbringing, I guess I could say, I don't think my parents would have ever thought, like, if I have, like, bad grades, they wouldn't be like, oh, you know, maybe it's something with this or that. You have bad grades, you're punished, you're whatever. And as a kid, you're like, oh, I I don't, you know, I tried, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? So these are things that, like, again, like, I just went to this therapist to like kind of talk about things whatever to this psychiatrist I guess I was like oh you know I'm having this trouble whatever and he's like oh it seems like everything might just be this one thing that you could have been treated for that now you know it maybe it is maybe it's not who knows we'll see after the tests and stuff yeah but like just that little thing is like oh like this could have been solved so long ago that like you know not all my problems but yeah, it's just no doctor that you go to, like a medical doctor, mm. proper, you know, a physician, I guess you could call them, is going to be like, oh, your your leg's broken? Like, have you checked for ADHD or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. not like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Does it, does it, um, it sounds like you're a little bit frustrated with the fact that like this, like I could have, ha- this answer could have helped me. Like, save me if looking back, like, at your life or since you were a kid. Yeah. So, like, just that, just that understanding because then you, 
the beauty about therapy and this is why I tell people is they you you're going there because you're looking for an answer mm. and it's uh, as a therapist it's our job to guide not like give you the answer is to guide you for the answer and once you have like even i can see in your face like the fact that you just have this now you know about this thing i'm like yeah. oh it could have been this it doesn't like i feel like when i found out for example in my situation i always felt like my whole life i'm like whether it was in relationships whether mm. it was in work family i'm like khalid always my belief was khalid always has to prove himself more mm. me and you for example are applying for a job no uh you would need two interviews to get the job no no khalid he needs eight mm. for example you know there it was always and i i realized that like, going to therapy i'm like my belief my whole life and i think it's not fully gone but i'm much more aware of it now is the belief that i'm not enough mm. and when i fi- like just when i found that out i'm like I'm like, oh my God, bro. Like, I can't believe, like, this is, I've been feeling this the whole way and I never knew what it was to tackle it. That you're not enough, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm riddled with, uh, you know, I've, first of all, I've self-diagnosed with a million different things because I love just kind of looking at stuff and be like, I probably have this and that. <laughs> but like, to do with my anxiety, whatever else, like, uh, there's always been this imposter syndrome that's, like, overwhelming, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, amen you know, to that, man. Fuck. Yeah, like, man, I got a, a college degree. Like, I went to AED. I did film production. Like, I got into film sets for two, three years straight in the UAE where they're all, like, Hollywood shows and movies. And I keep getting hired by different people and whatever. But still, literally, like, my heart's pumping. Like, someone's going to figure out that I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, dude, I, I'm more qualified than most of the people. And still, I'm like, you know, and not only am I more qualified, but I've done the work and I know the people now. Mm. But still, I'm like, oh, man, like, when are they going to figure it out? That like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, even coffee. I did SCA Barista Fundamentals and inter- uh, Intermediate, which is like super high certification. Two, three years being a barista, if there were two people or three people in line, I'm like, these people are going to know that I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I start getting anxious that way, which then affects my work in the negative way. Like, it's, yeah, I I totally understand the whole you're not enough thing is like, Mm. and I think that's super common, by the way. Yeah, very. I think think a lot of people have that issue. Yeah. For sure. And I think that... um, Now that you like, now you're saying that I'm thinking, I'm like, I think the biggest reason a lot of people have that is honestly fucking school. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the place where like the grade, the grade almost defines your worth. Mm. So, and then your parents would be like, oh, besides, besides the fact whether you, if you got a bad grade, like in, for example, what you were saying, like, oh, a bad grade, you're bad, you're punished, whatever. Like it, sorry, that's not helpful. Yeah. Okay. And school was always just you know you don't do you don't get good grades you're a bad student that Mm -hmm. means you're a failure that means all these things so I think it all stems from I remember even I used to I told my mom when I was when I was like in high school um like I got good uh, on one thing I got a good grade and she's like yeah whatever like so happy whatever and then I got bad grades and Sue's like you know shitting on me and I told her I remember specifically I told her like listen you can't show me like all this love when mm-hmm. I'm doing well and then not do it when I'm and not doing it when I'm like not doing well. It's yeah. not fair, you know, and it does have a very big effect on how 
you see the world and how yeah. you see life. Uh, so yeah, I think I think the big thing for me growing up, and I think this is a common theme in this part of the world, especially like the, to do with the grade stuff. And I think this is what kind of causes a lot of people to have this imposter syndrome or feel like they don't know, like they don't, they feel like they don't deserve what they have or what they don't belong is I grew up in a way of a lot of blaming and shaming you for, for certain things. Mm. So when you feel that shame about being, you know, I don't, I, I mean, I forgive my parents for everything. It's yeah, like yeah, of course. They yeah, grew yeah. up in a different world, you know, hundred percent. But when you feel that as a kid, that it's like, oh, this is your fault. Like that's, that's on you. It, you start to feel this like, or at least for me, I started to feel this like, oh, I'm the problem. You know what I mean? Like, it's my fault that this is happening or like, oh, I'm, you know, that's why I'm so afraid to mess up at work is like, oh, it's going to be my fault. Like, I can't let it be my fault. That's the important thing, which is like, a, it's awful. It's really terrible. But like, it's, I think that happens so often here where like, it's your fault. It's rather than let's see, oh, like, well, why, why did that happen or whatever? Like, that's the kind of thing that, that this whole like ADHD thing, if I have it, who knows if I do, we'll find mm -hmm. out, uh, can be solved by that thing where it's like, oh, you're having a lot of trouble, like in school, blah, blah, blah. Let's see if, you know, is anything wrong, whatever, like take you to a mental health specialist or a, theor uh, a theorist, uh, a therapist or something like that. Like where you could have maybe found out then that I had this ADHD issue that like my focus isn't great and so and so like, you know, that's, uh, yeah. So I think it's better to just be like, Hey, let's, let me try to understand this kid rather than yeah. the blaming and shaming and whatever else. Like, yeah. yeah, I think, uh, like I think about kids a lot in the sense that like, how am I going to, how would I like, how, how am I going to parent my kid? Mm. And there's like, I can see, I already see in myself. I'm like, there's a lot of good, that I'm, there's a lot of good things I'm going to do, but I also like, no matter what, like, it's people raising people. So even our kids, even yeah. with all this mental health knowledge, we're going to fuck them up in a different way. Like, it's just how, it's just, it's yeah. just the, the way it it's works. It's just a matter of damage control. That's all it is. Uh, uh, you yeah. said it perfectly. I've heard damage it a million control. times yeah. people saying like, oh, you're going to mess up your kid. The question is how much and like in which way, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, you can, you can mess them up in a way that they're still like, oh yeah, I, I believe in myself. I love myself. I do this and that. But they're still messed up in some other way. <laughs> yeah. It's just how much can you do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I think finding that balance is the hardest thing. And I think in life, you're always trying to balance is this magical place that doesn't exist because once you find on one way that you yeah. find balance in one thing means you've unbalanced something else and you're just continuously going like, you know, it's like a seesaw, like yeah. left, right. Uh, and it can be exhausting sometimes, man. I swear. It's a scam, bro. <laughs> I, swear. I swear. It's, it's just like, just everybody's messed up. You just got to figure out what you're messed up in and fix it or like yeah. not even fix it just learn to live with it and figure yeah. it out yeah i guess yeah and um so now for you uh i'm guessing you're gonna continue like you're gonna continue like with this pro like my so when i was doing therapy uh i got to a point that um there was two things there's two reasons why i stopped number one was financial mm. and because it's not cheap uh and number two was i felt like this is the problem. This is my issue with like psychotherapy is there's no, I'll, I can easily tell you if I want to like, if I'm, I'm the therapist, you don't know anything, do you? Okay. 
I can come tell you. I mean, you know, I think you need a hundred sessions, and you know that will fix the problem. Mm. You know, I can, and that. So there's a there's a lot I like about psychotherapy, which is you know the talking aspect and helping you learn all these things. But I never, maybe I'm wrong. I could be completely wrong. But my perspective is there's no, it, there's no what's the word like a, a roadmap. You know, mm-hmm. like how many sessions? Like this is what's gonna. I know it depends on session to session, depends on the person, depends on time. But there's no like clear roadmap on how like you're gonna tackle yeah. this. That that has always been my that was my frustration with it. But I don't know what well, you felt. My thing is, it, I don't I don't think there's like as far as mental health goes i don't know if there's anything that you could be like oh we'll do 10 sessions and you'll be cleared you can't you can't just decide that like and yeah. there's still problems in your life afterwards it's not like you're gonna mm-hmm. you know it's but, not like a magic pill yeah it's not it's not like this this thing that's like you know oh, i broke this bone okay put it in a cast and three to four weeks i don't know how long it takes out of but it, <laughs> yeah, it'll right, be healed yeah, like yeah, yeah you know it's you just keep going you when you feel like it's the case, that's why you have to find somebody you're comfortable with. Is like, I like now with this guy, I feel comfortable. It's only been two sessions now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going for a third in like two weeks. By the way, yes, very expensive mm. issue, but yeah. uh, it's it's because I'm comfortable with him, and I'm like, oh, he's saying things that no one's told me these things. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and he's very good at making it seem conversational, which I think I need. You know, uh, so I'm going to see where it leads. And I think the goal is over time to need it less. If that makes sure. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. this beginning it's a tool. Yeah. It's this beginning part is intensive. Like we'll see what the outcome is in the next, like, I'd say month, let's say. And after that, it's like, oh, OK, I feel like hopefully I can get to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm I've been feeling kind of down lately. Maybe I'll go to. Uh, mm-hmm. do a, a therapy uh, session or whatever mm-hmm. and i know the guy to go to and it's like you have this this you know call it a friend i guess yeah outside like a safety of the net friends. kind of thing yeah yeah that you can just go and be like hey like nice to see you it's been a while mm. oh what's going on like what you know you have this whole background now yeah which that's the the hope for me is to get into that kind of like relationship with my therapist yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah um yeah but i don't think you're ever cured you're never cured. Yeah, like, and I, I think that's such a that's such a good point because even when I so when I finished like when I did my therapy, uh, I finished it and I'm like I felt at the time like, boom, solved, yeah. easy, you know whatever done. Yeah. I must like it, I felt ten million times better. I had a brand new perspective, but here I am like three years later, and I've been considering recently maybe I need to go again. I don't know. It's you know up it does up days, does down days. So you know we're trying to figure out. Yeah. Do I want to? Do I need it? You know, it's a personal decision at the end of the day. Uh, it's not like I'm scared to go. It's just that I'm like, can I? I always, I'm the kind of person I'm like, I want to try to figure this out myself before I have to do that. If I can't, yeah. I'll do that. It's my like last resort. And maybe that's wrong. But I that's, don't know. that's the, the dude thing. That's the, the guy thing of being like, oh, I should try to tackle this myself or whatever. Like if you're, if you're reaching a point that you're, I think, considering therapy, I think you should go to therapy. Like, mm. that's what it is. Instead of being like, you know, I'm considering therapy, but maybe I'll fix it. But then you go about your daily routine pretty mm-hmm. much the same way. Or That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, very good point. Yeah. Why not? Like, you could do like a 30-minute session for like 750, mm-hmm. I think, with my guy. Like, 
it's pricey, but literally going for like 30 minutes, you'd be like, I don't know what, what's been going on. Like, I just feel this, this way, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, as long as you have that repertoire with this person. Sure. Before, sure. I guess, but of course, yeah, it's just, why not, man? Like mm. we try to burden ourselves with like fixing ourselves. Just, it's like anything else. Go to the doctor. Oh, I feel a little bit weird. Okay, I'll go to the therapist. Like, I'll go to the doctor, you know? Yeah. Why not? I think what you said, uh, I never even thought of it that way, but, uh, and I'm going to use this now. I'm going to, I'm going to take that quote. You know, if you're considering therapy, you probably should just, just go. go. Just go, you know? And I love the example that you said is like, oh, I'm feeling a bit, I'm feeling a bit sick. Okay. Where do I go? The doctor. And it's very normal. It's it's like nothing. It's not like, oh, maybe I should try to get healthy myself. No, No. I'm going to go to the fucking doctor. Yeah. Like, dude, if, if, if my leg's broken, I'm not going to be like, Oh, maybe I can fix it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you don't do that. If True. you're if you're if you're messed up, you go to the doctor, dude. Like, it's simple. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming back to, we're gonna just round off the conversation um, for today on the one thing you said, which is imposter syndrome. Mm. Now, this is when you said that. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. So even so, right now with the work that I do. I still, I, I feel like uh, I have imposter syndrome now when I'm, and I've, my solution or from my experience, how I feel to tackle that is this. So when I first started my podcast, uh, and I tell people like, and I, I had like one episode that like two, like people ask me like, Oh, what do you do? I'm like, yeah, I'm a podcaster. When I say that inside, I'd be like, ah, you know, I'd cringe. I'm like, what are you saying? Yeah. You haven't. I always feel like imposter syndrome comes from the place that, or in my perspective, I'm like, I need to work and earn it Mm. for it to go away. So for example, when I first started, that's how I felt. But now that I've like done over 90, almost a hundred episodes, now that's completely gone. You know, I, I am because I have the body of work to do that, but I don't think there must be an, I think there must be, another way i haven't found it myself that's what's worked for me and that's why i still may be with the work that i do even though i've alhamdulillah had a good start that's i need feeling i think success and and putting work and building a body of work that's how i overcome it mm. but there must be a better way to tackle it from the beginning because you feel that for a while and it's it's a shitty feeling it's not nice at all yeah well I don't have the answers to these things, yeah, obviously. No, of but, yeah, we're just talking about but it. But also, like, everything is to do with how you, like, I'm a big believer that, you know, nature versus nurture. Of course, everything has a part to play. But, like, there are people out there who just, you know, their first day of deciding, like, you know what, maybe I'll start a podcast. Mm. They can go tell people they're podcasters and be like, yeah, I'm a podcaster and I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? But that's not me. That's not That's not how I am. So... I don't know if there's like a, a cure to it, but again, you got to learn to like deal with it because it's going to be there, right? Like whatever you do that's new, you're going to be like, ah, it feels weird to say this or like you just got to just do it. And I think routine is what helped me. Routine is what helped you where when I was doing the barista work, dude, I did not believe in myself, man. Mm. And like this was like a specialty mm. place, like really excellent coffee and whatever. And I'm like, I don't deserve to be here like mm, yeah and i paid thousands of like der- dollars or dirhams i don't remember to do these courses that most people have never done you know what i mean yeah like, yeah 
And I'm like, oh, I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve, like, people are going to find out. Man, I used to mess up the espresso because I was trying to get it perfect when, like, it was already in probably the best place it was going to be. But because I don't believe in myself, I changed that. Like, it's, mm. but over time, the routine of it all, like, I started to be like, yeah, that's nailed. You know, like, two shots of espresso into the day, I'm like, yeah, got it, nailed, done. Yeah. Like it's, I think that's what it is. It's just, you got to keep getting up and do, oh, God, it's so cheesy. Got to keep getting up and doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every time you fall, you got to get back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, so so it, sound, it sounds like you're, the way you got over it is similar to the way I got over it through like experience and with time and with doing it so many times. I felt like now you have the conf- I have the confidence to say that because I have the body of work to back that up. Um, but coming like on what you just said that yeah. uh, there about like, yeah, try and push yeah. or whatever. Look, get up back on the yeah. horse. You know, <laughs> you know like... All these things, all these quotes, all these flashy sayings, whatever. On one side, like I become, I've become cynical now about them. Mm. I believe them, and what you're saying is true, and I get it. But why? Why? Listen to the way I said it. Yeah. yeah. Like even the way you said it, it you feel like 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 ugh, I, and I don't know why. And I think those kind of sayings are fine. They're great, whatever. But when it comes to the personal development world, and when it comes to mental health world you're not like all of these flashy you know flowery things yeah there's fucking reality that you have to like bring into this so it's like get up and try your heart it's like it's almost incomplete yeah that's how i see it i don't know what do you think it's i think it's uh well two things one we never we didn't have the mentalities that i think we have now about mental health when we were growing up and whatever mm-hmm. so you again this guy's thing and the bros thing you know, like you'd never say that sentence. Like I said with, oh, my mental health journey. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's just, oh, it's my mental health journey. But I yeah. can't say that seriously, mm, you know? Exactly, exactly. Like, and this might be a very confusing thing to say, but the thing exists whether or not we call it that. You know what I mean? So like my mental health journey, like I am going through a mental health journey, whether or not I say the words in my mental health journey. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. I, 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 it's just stupid, you know, just guy thing, I guess. Or mm. like, it also just sounds very cheesy. It just sounds like, yeah, yeah, you got to get back on that horse and yeah. keep kicking, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like, ah, no, ah, it's, it's, ah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> bad. No, it's, it's more like the inside joke for only us. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's just, I think especially the ones that like, like dust yourself off and try again or whatever. Mm-mm. It's an Aaliyah song. It's not. <laughs> mm. Anyway, we hear it as this cliche every time. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? yeah. we hear it as a cliche. Yeah. But if I were to say like, you know, yeah, man, you'd like, oh God, I can't even say that. I was going to say, yeah, man, just keep trying, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, just forget it, man. Just do your thing. Just keep trying. But Get I, back on that horse. I... <laughs> I, something that you said that I never considered on why we probably feel that way about like when we say these kind of things is I never related it back to like how we grew up. Yeah. And that, and they also brought in, you know, that guy, you know, that guy aspect to it. And I think that, I think that is why I never thought of it in that way, but I think you're right. I think we think of most things in the sense of our guy group where we're like, 
if I were to ever say like, yeah, you know, because my mental health journey. Imagine the oh flag. my god! Imagine you just, what put a, would... you just put a target on your back. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. The amount of like, <laughs> oh, your mental health journey. Oh, you know, your mental health journey. Like, you'd be just, oh god, it would be like years of it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, like for sure. So I think that's why we're, <laughs> we're sure. so careful with what we say. <laughs> for sure. Where like, even if I'm talking to a girl or whatever outside of our guy group, mm. I'm still gonna be like, my, you know. Oh, my mental health journey, you know, because I have yeah. to, I yeah, have yeah, to yeah. put that up there and be like, oh, I know this is like a pansy thing. It's just, it's, it's so hard to drop that. You can't drop that. Yeah. But as long as you're doing the work. Uh, and I love what you, cares? Yeah, yeah. I love what you said. It's like, I can be doing that without having, I'm doing that without having yeah, to say to that. Say it. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to say that. I don't have to be like, oh, I'm not even going to do it again. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe it is that, that. Like when you say it, that label that invites yeah. all like these other things, whether it's, you know, the, the jokes or whatever, or that feeling that you're like, Ugh, you know, yeah. that cringe, that cringy feeling. Yeah. 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 It's but again, like me saying it in that way also, like I've now said it, but I'm protecting myself from it. Yeah, like exactly. Going, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so lame to say this. I know it's terrible, but my mental health journey. Exactly. But yeah. now I've gotten the words out there and we're discussing it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine <laughs> it's fine man just, um, just say it in a dumb voice yeah yeah but i and i like i get what you it's interesting how you said like if i say it in that way i can say what i want yeah but i'm protect it i am protecting I'm myself protected. you know yeah. you, still, you still might get like attacked but you've you've uh what's the word like you've taken the the energy out yeah. of that attack you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. you know you're still gonna get something but yeah, it's not gonna be that. yeah head. yeah yeah like exactly if I, if I ever ever said in the group <laughs> yeah you know now just going on my mental health journey like i feel oh game, my god game over but if i say like now just doing my like my mental health journey mm-hmm. I feel so much better, so and so. Yeah, you will get away with it. Yeah, you, you can, can sneak get away it. You can slip it. through as long as they know that you know. Yeah, yeah. Everyone how knows. Everyone perceives it exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Yeah, because none of them actually perceive it that way. Sure. Yeah. It's just you can't just say yeah. that. <laughs> you know, you can't just say that and expect me to get away. Dude, you had appendicitis and we yeah. drilled you for it. You know, you got it for the people. Till now. Who, yeah, yeah. For the people who don't know, um, not only did they when they when I had appendicitis, uh, appendicitis, they were shitting on me and call me like a pansy or whatever, and like I ended up going to the hospital and getting surgery, which is fine. And I never took that negatively. But what I loved, and I still ha- I saved this mm. uh, just to show. This is a perfect example of guys and how guys show love. So they all came, visited me in the hospital yeah. after the surgery. They got me pink balloons and they got me a card that says, congratulations, it's a it's boy. A gr- it's, and a girl. it's a girl. And they had all signed it just to show yeah. you. That's like, and I, I, till this day, have that card. I love it. And I, it's hilarious. And they said what they wanted. They, like, they yeah. said what they, you said what you wanted to That's say. That's them doing yes. the, my mental health journey. Exactly. By exactly. Being like, here's some balloons, but it's a girl, lol. Like, <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, it's like, oh, we care about you. Here are some balloons. Here's a card. Yeah. We all signed it. Yeah. But like, Let's make it funny to remove that. Like, yeah, you yeah, can't, yeah. You can't take the, say it. Yeah, yeah. I but get you. That's the thing. That's what maybe I that's think. the problem. I mean, that's what I find fascinating, though, mm. is like when if people did that for me, if the guys did that for me, I'd be like, I'd laugh about it. I'd, you know, whatever. And then when they leave and whatever, I look at them like, oh, like they care about me. Like they yeah. love me. You know yeah, what I mean? They, like, yeah. you do get the message across. You just got to. It's how it's delivered. Yeah. You can't just. Mental health journey, like I guess you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Amun, this has been so much fun, bro. I've been wanting to because we've had over like the years, me and you've had some like deep, yeah. deep talks, yeah, and yeah. and. And this guy and his fucking grammar police <laughs> bullshit. Um, <laughs> I had to, yeah. Um, of course he did. Uh, and even, I think, that our last conversation in the car is what sparked the idea. I'm like, mm. I want I me mean, to come on the show and I want us to have this kind of discussion um, because I knew, I knew it'd be good. Uh, and it's been so much fun and it's been really, really interesting. I've learned a lot from you about like thinking about things in different ways that I hadn't considered before. So I have a closing tradition on the show. If you've listened to the podcast, you know what's coming. Um, so reflecting back, uh, either personally or professionally, if I ask you the question, what are you most proud of? What would you say? Oh, boy. Uh, proud of myself for, for, for forgiving myself for a lot of things and going to therapy and learning. You know, like that, that's, it's genuinely one of the hardest things I've had to do. So I'm proud of it. I'm, I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. And you yeah. should you should be. It's not it. It's not easy. And I think taking that first step, like even listen, how you're describing it earlier, even though like maybe you didn't get anything from it, but you're like, I I, I did, did it. I did it. And Dude, that's an insane feeling. I was happier than I had been in years. I swear to that's God. That's beautiful, yeah. man. I'm so yeah, happy for you. Insane. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, and I think you know a lot of people can relate to, you know, that kind of struggle and, you know, going through that process. So mm. kudos to you. And I, inshallah, all comes to what you're looking for. Mm. And for my last question, I mean, what is the message that you'd like everyone to take home with them today? Oh, boy. Uh, love yourself, man. Just, you know, it's hard to do a lot of time. But love yourself and get to know yourself, you know, better i guess you could say and don't be afraid to go get help yeah uh and goalies go <laughs> playoffs hockey no one's gonna no one watching this is gonna get it but playoff hockey baby <laughs> round two for the first time in 20 years anyway i have to get that in there. yeah that's right um beautiful message i think everyone can relate to that i think everyone at some point you know i think we're very hard on ourselves a lot of the time and it's always good to have that kind of message as a reminder that you know just keep doing what you're doing and figure it out. Yeah. Amun, thanks so much, Habibi, for coming on the show. This has been so much fun. Um, guys, Amin is a fantastic you know, producer and filmmaker. So if you guys want to get in touch with him, what's the best place? What's the oh best boy. way for people to get in touch with you if they want to work with you? Uh, uh, email? Email? Uh, okay. I don't know. I, I haven't, uh, I wasn't, I forgot about this. Mm. Don't get in touch with me. Just leave me alone. Contact Khalid. He'll, he'll talk to me. All right, guys, just fine. I, was just like, I can't just give out my email and my number. I feel weird. It's right. fine. No, it's yeah. not, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys, if you want to get in touch with Amin, uh, just leave get it in, in the comments. Yeah, we'll put it in the comments, put it in the show notes. Just get in touch with me and I'll link you guys. Uh, to everyone listening, guys, thank you so much. And as always, hope it helps. Peace.